Thank you for downloading Dissonance and Harmony, a mini Hanukkah podcast brought to you by Pardes North America. This podcast brings you insights from esteemed Pardes faculty on discord within our tradition, inspired by themes of the holiday. Be sure to check out all of our upcoming programming at www.pardes.org. And now for Aviva Lauer with Deborah and Judith, how our heroines harmonize across a millennium. The Talmud in Tractate Shabbat, page 23a, in talking about who may light Hanukkah candles, tells us that a woman certainly may light, or in fact, as Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi says, women are obligated in lighting the Hanukkah candles, as they too were included in that miracle, Nashim chayavot b'neel Hanukkah The reason that there's even a question as to whether a woman is allowed to light Hanukkah candles is that time-bound positive mitzvot, meaning those that we do at a special time of the day or year, are usually ones that women are exempt from. But in certain cases, women are specifically enjoined to do those time-bound mitzvot, either because it's clearly a woman-oriented mitzvah, or because women were explicitly connected to the origin story of the mitzvah. So for example, women are commanded to do the mitzvot of the holiday of Purim because it was a woman, Esther, who was the hero of that story and saved the day for the Jewish people. In the same way, we're told in the Talmud that women are obligated to light candles on Hanukkah, the main mitzvah of that holiday, because they too were included in that miracle, which is the Talmud's low-key or roundabout way of saying that women, or a woman, was responsible for that miracle. So which woman was responsible for the miracle of Hanukkah? In order to start answering that question, we've got to look outside the Hebrew Bible, outside the Tanakh, to a group of books called the Sfarim Chitzonim, or Apocrypha, which are books written during the Second Temple period, but not ultimately accepted into the Jewish biblical canon. They're accepted as canonical by the Catholic Church, and they do have some element of importance in the Protestant Bibles. Among the Apocrypha, there is a 16-chaptered book called the Book of Judith. The Book of Judith tells the story of a time in Jewish history in which the Jewish people were suffering under the dominion of foreign invaders. I mean, when were we not, right? When a beautiful Jewish widow comes along and saves Israel from oppression by seducing the enemy general, plying him with wine, and then after he falls asleep, murdering him in his sleep by cutting off his head. While some versions of the book name the foreign power as the Assyrians, by the Middle Ages, Jewish tradition had started connecting the story with the time of the Seleucid, or Syrian Greek domination of the land of Israel, and the foreign king as Antiochus Epiphanes, the bad guy in the Hanukkah story. And who knows, maybe the name Judith, sounding a lot like Judah, like Judah the Maccabee, is the main connector to that Hasmonean time of history. But leaving that aside, here's a question for you Bible buffs. Is any of this sounding familiar at all? A beautiful woman seducing a foreign general, plying him with drink and then killing him? We are talking about none other than Yael, the spectacular woman who saves the day in the fourth chapter of the book of Judges, the book of Shoftim, when the Israelites are at battle with the Canaanites, and she seductively calls the Canaanite general Sisra into her tent, plies him with milk, and when he falls asleep, she rams a tent peg into his temple. But wait, 
Yael is the heroine of that story? Isn't there another woman in the narrative who is the heroine? Yes, it's Deborah the prophetess, Devorah Hanaviah, Devorah Eshet Lapidot, which literally means Deborah the woman of torches, whose story this really belongs to in the book of Judges. She's a religious, spiritual leader, a social convener, and a civil judicial chief. The only leadership piece she doesn't do is a military one, for which she calls upon Barak ben Avinoam to carry out instead. But even he isn't willing to take the army into battle without her coming along. So she promises him that because he insisted on having a woman accompany him into battle, in fact, salvation would end up coming at the hands of a woman. And we think she's referring to herself with that promise. But is she? Devorah is extremely famous for the victory song she sings, Shirat Devorah, in which she sings the praises of God, her own praises, the praises of the Israelite people who fought. And it says, Vatashar Devorah, Devorah sang. In her song, she also reserves very special praise for Yael, who in fact hammers the final nail in the coffin, pun intended, of the Canaanite military enemy. It was Yael, actually, a woman, who was ultimately responsible for the miracle of the Israelite victory over the Canaanites. So we've got a strong parallel between our Hasmonean heroine, Judith, and our heroine from the book of Judges, Yael, both women who risked their lives to seduce, drug, and kill the enemy general. But that's not all. If you look at the very last chapter of the Judith story, chapter 16, we read, Vatashar Yehudit etashira hazot. Then Judith began to sing a thanksgiving song for all of Israel, and all the people sang after her this song of praise. There isn't time in this Torah to share all the connections between Devorah's song and Judith's song, but to suffice it to say, there are many. Both speak about God making even the mountains quake, and they both talk about salvation and deliverance being brought about by the hands of a woman. So we've now got not only a strong melody, so to speak, shared by Judith and Yael, we also have a strong harmonic vibe shared by Judith and Devorah the prophetess. Judith saves the day, like Yael, and sings a song of reflection and thanksgiving and pride, like Devorah. So, when the Talmud tells us that women are obligated in lighting the Hanukkah candles, as they too were included in that miracle... Let us remember that it was not just that they were included in the miracle. Rather, it was by their own hands that the miracle happened. And so, when we light the Hanukkah candles this year, let us remember not only Judith, the savvy, beautiful, and badass savior of the Hanukkah story, we should also tip our hats to Yael, a badass heroine of an earlier time, as well as to Devorah, the original fiery torch woman, and all the women who keep making miracles happen. Bayamim hahem, bazman hazeh, in those days, in this time. Thank you again for listening to Dissonance and Harmony, a mini Hanukkah podcast brought to you by Pardes North America. If you liked what you just heard, please sign up for our newsletter at www.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.